I am Jeff Luther and the host of your new favorite podcast, The Inspector Alliance. This is where we'll peel back the curtain and get behind successful service industry businesses to see just what makes them tick. We're going to focus around the home inspection business. That's what I've built. I've owned it for a little over 20 years now. But we'll also include other service businesses that might parallel ours so we can learn more. But the more we know, the better off we are, right? This should be a quick one for us today, but certainly an interesting one. It, for me, at least. I, uh, I've recently had an opportunity to, to coach um, a group, an accountability group in EO Accelerator. EO is a program I've been a member of for some time. And then we have accelerator groups. Businesses usually in the infancy stages trying to grow. And this isn't the first time I've had this opportunity, but it's always fascinating to me the drive and momentum that these younger companies have, whether it be a startup, grassroots, whatever it may be. And we had, and the range of these businesses is anywhere from $250,000 a year. And the effort is to try to get to a million dollars a year, which would make them full members. So that the point is accelerated growth that's sustainable is really, if you could, if you could put a tagline on it, that's what it would be. Um, and in starting this group, I had someone ask me a question, you know, they're, they're very early on in their business. They said, well, what are you, all of this stuff, you know, we have all these things. And when you're in a group like this, it's almost like trying to drink from a fire hose, right? You have all this stuff coming at you all the time. And, and he said, what do I focus on? You know, what should my focus be? That's a difficult question. And often in a startup, there are just dozens, if not hundreds of shiny objects. And you want to know where to focus. It seems like almost everything is urgent, but really nothing is important, right? We fall into this trap of spending time in this state where everything is urgent to us. Emails, uh, things that come up from family members, things that come up from friends. And we want to respond to everything. Looking at Instagram posts, looking at Facebook posts, responding to Facebook posts. Um, and this can kind of be a really deep abyss for us because we feel like we need to do all of these things. And also when we're in a high stress situation, starting a business, we tend to gravitate to this area because it keeps us busy. We find things to do. I, I just had a conversation with a really good friend of mine today. He's on his, he, he started a business, um, some years ago, built it and, and sold it, did very well. Um, and now is in the position where he's building another business and getting it to the point where, where he said today that he's, you know, I'm not sure that I want to sell it, but I'll probably sell a portion of this within the next three years. Um, and then I'll, I'll stay involved and I'll hire out a team to run it for me, but I don't want to sell the whole thing because I want to maintain uh, my place in the business, my ownership, as well as my job in the business. Um, and I was telling him, I said, you know, I'm in that position right now where I don't have a whole lot to do. And summer, we kind of, you know, we, we are kind of reaction. That's when we're really busy. I said, you know, I'm, I'm working all day on stuff that's really not important, but it makes me feel good. He said, yeah, that's the same with me. And what I'd really like to do is find three things that I want to do every day and then and then go to my admin or my assistant and say, okay, these are the three things I want to do. Which of these are important? And he said, yeah, it's funny because uh, my admin would probably look at those three things and go, well, can you find a fourth? Because none of these are important. Um, but we get in that, that state where we're worried about 
things that we think are urgent and think are important and really not. Um, you know, we want to comment on a post or comment on uh, on an Instagram page. And uh, then we worry about did anybody respond to our comments? And then it starts to become urgent to us or looks urgent. What we do in my organization, my company at our at our leadership meetings is when we come across a scenario like this, or if we look at this one task kind of as a piece of the whole, is it really important? And the way that we break it down and say, okay, it sounds like I have an issue here. It sounds like there's something that needs to be done. Is this going to help us get to our goal of X dollars? Tell me how this helps us get to our goal. So if we can start asking ourselves that question, if do I need to respond to this email right now to get me to my goal of a million dollars? Do I need to go back and look at that Facebook post? Is that going to get me to my goal of a million dollars? What's going to help you get there? Those are the things that the tasks that we need to be doing. And it's a state that we operate in. Um, I, I think if I could go back when I started my business, the single most important thing I could focus on early on would be getting my first employee or in some instances, getting my next employee. My philosophy is sort of, sort of like that lesson from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, pay yourself first. Now, as an entrepreneur, that means something a little bit different to me. I pay myself first. And when I started to incorporate that philosophy into my business early on, I pay myself first. Um, I see that as a little bit different because I know if I pay myself first, then I have gotten paid. I'm going to have other folks, other families, other other vendors, other people that I have to pay that I am going to claw, scratch, kick, scream, fight, do whatever I have to do to make sure those people get paid. So if I pay myself, pay myself first, it's kind of that trickle down effect, right? I know for certain that everybody else is going to come after me and they're going to get paid. I'll do anything to get them paid. So if I get myself paid first, then it'll all work itself out. So I approach that rich dad, poor dad scenario of pay yourself first a little bit different than the, the savings scenario. Um, so that next employee kind of hires that same philosophy, in my opinion. You get that next employee or you create that next position uh, or you find that next training process, work on creating that next position. And once you get that filled, then that fear I say fear, fear is a motivator, right? But that responsibility, that accountability, whatever it is, that's going to motivate us to grow that business. Now we have to pay for that person. Now we have to pay for that position. Now we have to backfill that position. Now we have to have enough business to justify that position. So hiring that next employee, I think is one of the biggest things you can focus on early on. I think it's critical. Um, you'll make it work. It sort of trickles down, right? Kind of like my my approach in my business. We have, uh, you know, it's a home inspection business. We have a lot of folks in the real estate industry, real estate business that refer business to us. And and there's always that question: How do you take care of the the folks that that refer you business? Well, we kind of we have we have these people that that refer us business, and we want to take good care of them. We want to make sure they're they're taken care of. We want to make sure their experience is good. We all want to make sure that we can help keep their reputation intact it, as good or better than when when we encountered it or contacted it. Then we have the folks that actually pay our fee, the inspection fee that are referred by real estate agents. We want to take really good care of them, right? We want to make sure 
they get the product they think they're getting. We want to make sure that we educate them. We want to make sure we provide them an exceptional experience to take really good care of them. But if we take even better care of the people that are actually doing the work, the inspectors, the folks that are booking the inspections, the people that are marketing to get that business, to make the phone ring, the folks that are operating our logistics to make sure all the trains run on time, we take even better care of them, then it's kind of that trickle down effect, right? Where everything kind of works itself out. So your people really are your product. So I'll put it in the same category as getting that next employee. You get that next employee and everything else is going to work itself out because it has to, right? Um, so hiring for me was kind of a fear. So I would avoid it. Training was something I didn't want to do. So I would avoid it. And had I not avoided those tasks early on, that really would have catapulted the growth of our company. Um, but it's more than just focusing on, on getting that first employee. It's focusing on that next employee. And this means you're focusing on maybe what you want in, a, in, a, in an employee, right? Maybe what that next position is, maybe even focusing on that position, maybe even rewriting a job description. Once you start to focus, where focus goes, energy flows. I think that's a, a Tony Robbins quote there. So where, where focus goes, energy flows. Um, then you might start looking at that teller at the bank differently. You might start looking at that cashier at the grocery store differently. You start interacting with people differently. How do they make you feel? What was their experience like? Did you, did you come in contact with someone at, uh, at the DMV maybe that you thought, oh my gosh, if I had a person with that attitude, my business would, would skyrocket. Maybe it's time to make a job offer. Um, but you're focusing on that employee in that next position. This is going to help you identify and understand, I think, the characteristics that you want and then maybe help set up your interviews long term. This focus can help you guide, guide, can help guide you to the next step in your business. Um, I think early on, that is a critical piece that is often overlooked because we're marketing, 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 marketing. But I, I think as entrepreneurs, we'll probably never really lose that focus until later on when we get complacent, we get tired and kind of uh, forget about it. But I think that's probably a story for a different day. Um, but I think focusing on that next employee is probably one of the things that I, I wish I would have done differently early on in my business. I hope this helps. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard here. Uh, and again, click that like button down there, follow along. Um, I'm certainly enjoying putting these out in the comments and the feedback that I'm getting. I hope this is helpful to you. And until next time, I'll really look forward to chatting with you.